Hi, I'm a brunette. And I'm sometimes a blonde. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, I'm Tamika. And I'm Raquel. And this is our podcast. Today we're going to discuss disconnecting boundaries. Um, yeah, because recently Tanika has decided to delete certain platforms where she is accessible to everyone at the drop of a hat and we want to know why. Why? So why? Um, I realized one of the things I do um, is I give a lot of my energy and I get very high and positive and if you ask anybody to describe me they will say a ray of sunshine and a positive human being and what ends up happening is if you're not filling up your own cup you get extremely depleted and what happens with me is my highs are super high that I give and give and give and give and then when I have had enough I literally recluse and I need to be by myself and I need to take time for myself so I literally will go missing in action for weeks. Um, so I guess the question is how do you strike a balance? That's what I'm trying to figure out right about now. What is ba- What do you think balance looks like to you? I don't know yet. That's why I'm still MIA. Um, because I guess you're, you've always been, well, I've always been the same too, like a yes man. And there's nothing wrong with that when it comes to trying new things out or doing new things. But it definitely is, a, it becomes a problem if you are always giving and you're not getting. So, I mean, I guess the way you set boundaries would be like, there's sometimes when people message me and, and I don't respond. Uh, for a while and it's simply because I don't feel like I, do, I don't I don't feel like and guess what that's okay like there's nothing wrong with that my dad would say the same thing so like the filling up the cup uh, blah, blah, blah blah but the filling up of the cup I don't want anybody else to fill up my cup I want my creative to fill up my cup and I want myself to be able to fill up my cup so that has been I will let you know that COVID was like one of the best things that ever happened to me because it gave me time to spend with myself without feeling guilty. It gave me time to work on exercising, journaling, meditating. And what happened was, I'm, I'm, the truth is, if I, and I've spoken to a couple of my clients, and it's not just me that feels this, but it's actually been harder for me to go back into normal quotation marks in back into the real world than it was to go into quarantine. Because I instantly went into like too much to get done even when you did feel down in quarantine I had the time to feel it and then it would last a lot less time so it was super overwhelming it still is super overwhelming because I also don't know how to not put on the face because when you're in an industry like mine you do have it's not about you it's about the client so you smile you put on your face when you are a mom and your daughter is there it's not about you it's about your daughter so there was nowhere for me to take off my mask and recharge um so it's trying to figure out the, the truth is you know what the best thing with it is i know i'm not the only one that feels like this because i've been speaking to my clients and they are having just as a hard time coming back into reality as i am I think my biggest fear <clears throat> coming back into reality is um, forgetting the things that that I was doing that I really enjoyed, dedicating time for myself, and trying not to get back into the to the hustle and bustle. And it's it's honestly, I think that's the the most beautiful thing about human beings is that we are really super resilient. resilient. Yeah. And then it's also 
our biggest defect because we just fall back into old habits, old routines, old habits, old feelings. Your default, whatever your default setting is in life, you just fall back into it. We can't help it. I don't know why we're like that, but it drives me crazy. I am like, I have been working on myself for forever, and I'm like, when is it just gonna go click? And it has, but then all of a sudden something happens, and it's back into like, okay. I actually was driving here and I'm going, okay, I used to exercise during quarantine, not for very long, but twice a day. How am I going to put that into my schedule? Okay, let me think about it. And I'm trying to figure out how to make time for myself. And I just then end up getting overwhelmed. Like, I would like to do it after work. You saw what time I finished. Yeah. I got, I finished work at seven o'clock. I don't want to exercise at 7.30. I'm I'm done. Well, I think that it, I think that it has to go back to... The reasons why you're doing it so it doesn't have to only be exercising it could be meditation yes. it could be studying yes it could be reading so i think that when you have the reason clear mm-hmm. as to why you're doing it then you see it's not about it's about having discipline yes because you're not always going to want to do things but discipline will force you to do it if it's good for you even if you don't feel like doing it and then you'll find that when you you do it because you have a goal. So I want to be more um, spiritual. Yeah, I want to connect more with the universe. I want to um, get healthier emotionally and physically. So if you have your reason clear, then I think that it would it's easier to stay on track. That's what I think. Yes. But I lack discipline. Right. I know my flaws and discipline is one of the things that I've been working on for the last nine months specifically, um, being a little more goal oriented and, and checking things off of my list. Um, so that is definitely a flaw that I have been working on. Um, what was the reason for you exercising twice a day? There was nothing else to do. <laughs> so that, so it isn't, it wasn't that, a good reason. It doesn't motivate you. It doesn't know. Like you, you're not, you're not. And like pushing my body to do something that I didn't think I could do, right, would definitely be one of the reasons I kind of did. Like the extra curl or the extra yeah. squat. Well, I mean, for me, it's been a bit more difficult. Um, as I think we've spoken about this before, about about who who really am I if I can't me Raquel if I can't um, be an athlete, which I haven't been able to be uh, since January because it almost broke my ankle, and. It, it, it has been a bit it's been a bit um, humbling because it makes you wonder like is that something that really does motivate me like I love my the sports that I play and they really do they're everything for me but going to the gym never has been mm-hmm. training never has been I know what my goal is I know why I want to do it I want to keep my endurance level up I want to keep healthy I want to look toned and fit but I rather play a sport so I haven't been motivated to start training and I can't, I cannot run and I can't like do any lateral movements or jump and <laughs> volleyball, <laughs> literally run, jump, lateral movements is volleyball <laughs> and squash. So I, I, never get. I, can't, I can't do either of those things. So it's been very interesting for me. And now that I can, because I've been given the okay, but still can't run and jump, I, I don't feel like, but I also... I'm not You're happy with though. the way that I no, but I'm not happy with the way that I look. I thought it was discipline too, but I like I'm telling you, if I was okay, I'd be at the squash courts or playing volleyball. Like, well, 
We haven't been allowed to play volleyball, but I'd be on the squash courts. <laughs> like, but you would do a sport that you love. It's Definitely. But I wouldn't be going to the gym. It doesn't. That it really doesn't motivate me. So I don't know. It's 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 you know I think discipline is is a topic that everybody struggles with, mm-hmm. and I think that the most important thing is to, no matter what, just be kind to yourself and be true to yourself and like authentic. So like I did go to my therapist. I. I believe in therapy like nobody's business. I just find talking it out helps me to like figure out where I'm at and why I'm doing something. Um, and she was saying, uh, because I was kind of beating myself up for going, I've done so much work to reach to the point of feeling like enough and feeling like I'm worthy and feeling beautiful and smart and all the things that I've wanted to feel about myself. And then, you know, something hits me for six and I'm like, I have worked through this wound. Why does it keep coming up? But I do know that wounds have layers and each time something triggers it, we have to work through it. But what she said was like, you need, and I wanted like the solution. So like, okay, well, how do I get over this wound? How do I get over this not going into my shell, as I would say? Um, And the truth is, is being kinder to myself, saying, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I don't need to be kind about feeling the ways I feel. I think that you're maybe using the wrong word. I don't think that you get over wounds. No. You heal from them. Heal. Sorry, heal. So yes. maybe, and the truth is that like true healing comes in the moment, comes with time, but it also comes with work. Um, the moment that you release that emotion that you are holding on to, because you might have you you can have the realization as to why you feel this way, mm-hmm. and it hurts you, but you're not releasing it. And that's why it keeps happening. Because you've gotten to one point where you need the last the last step. I need to dive in. You need to release it. Like let go of you don't have to keep that you don't have to keep perpetuating that that habit or attracting that situation if you release it. And it's hard because you end up disappointing people as well, right? So it's like the battle of like, yes, I need to get to that point of releasing it. But then like even the shell, it is disappointing people by not by going reclusing into your little bubble to feel safe and then you stay in the bubble even longer because now you're worried about other people's expectations and your expectations of yourself and it's just kind of a cycle it's a cycle and I have to be honest because people see me as this like ray of sunshine and I don't think I think when they hear that I get that way one you would be shocked but they are quite shocked at that I struggle with feeling enough or being in the like giving too much and so I as you asked how am I going to balance it and I think a key element is knowing not to give so much of myself that I've emptied my cup and I've not been able to fill it back up Um, boundaries by doing things that you love by doing things that I love by spending time with myself by making sure it's me filling up my own cup because I think that's super important or God or the universe or whoever you believe in Um, boundaries boundaries which are saying no exactly that is so hard and this was me saying no I think this was me shouting no I'm done I'm done I need a break from social media. I need a break from communication. I need a break from from just you need a everybody. break. You needed a you needed a break from from giving, mm-hmm. giving, more giving, giving, giving mm-hmm. more than you're receiving. So the way that you receive is by reaching out because people like you and I, you know, I'll never forget. Um, I did. I've spoken about this before when I was doing my grief recovery um, with 
a, a, such a good friend of mine, um, Janelle. She, I can talk about her forever. Um, you know, I remember she said, because people would tell me, oh, but you always look so happy. You're always so happy, Raquel. And she, and I remember the one clown time. clown is the saddest person in the circus, guys. And she'd look, and she told, she would say, nobody is always happy, happy. Oh, all the time. Thank you. No one. I mean, there are moments when you genuinely feel sad and you feel down and that's okay. So your way of recharging for people like us that constantly give and give and give is by telling people, I don't feel, I don't feel good today. Like I feel really down. Like tell me something funny or so, because what happens with people like us is that we become unapproachable. Yes. Because we, I can become unapproachable. Yeah. We look like everything. We have everything under control. We don't have to worry about anything. When this time you're a duck, a duck, you know, and below you're like trying to keep your head above water. And that's what I realized after my mom passed away, that the only way for people to connect with you is if you are honest and authentic with them. I didn't want to, I didn't want to connect. I didn't want to connect for the last two weeks. I didn't want to hear it was going to be okay. I didn't want to hear the, like, the good piece of advice that I needed to hear that time. I called my dad and he was like, okay, get over your shit. And it, it was, it made sense. It's like, okay, you felt it. Don't wallow in it constantly. But then what happened on a second note from it was I ended up totally enjoying not being, and not, it wasn't about the connection anymore. It was about realizing we kind of are obsessed with being instant and the Instagram and the WhatsApp. And I, I have, on a healthier note, enjoyed it not being so prevalent yeah so like I need to do, deal with this now I need to answer messages I need to respond I need to post I need to do whatever no I don't need to do anything right now but breathe but it wasn't anymore about not connecting it was just I was enjoying and I'm gonna I'm probably going to be off of this for the entire month of July um, I might post about Sky's birthday but I do not want to be on anything for another long month and I really want to dive into what I want in life and why things trigger me and enjoy proper connections like this yes well without exactly <laughs> so basically the topic at hand is the disconnecting and your boundaries so I guess um, you have to implement from now with this conversation what that looks like for you and then at the same time so you are disconnecting because you don't want to be so accessible and you're always in a position where you're giving so then what do you do to to fill your cup as you just said have more meaningful connections, connections. phone call having a coffee yes having a conversation just chilling and that will that will re that will fill your cup slowly, slowly. yes i like that and then it, and it will also help it helps you connect with people and have closer friendships and bonds and then also thinking about the things that genuinely make you happy yeah like going to the beach for a walk or yes. reading a book or, or watching the sunrise or exactly. watching the sunset exactly unapologetically yes. doing the things that make you happy so well that was our little tidbit for this week you that there's nothing wrong with disconnecting um, there's nothing wrong with being like not deciding that you don't want to be the hero because all that means is that you have to create boundaries and whatever you want to do just be authentic, be happy, and whatever you do, do it from a place of love. 
So thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm a brunette. And I'm sometimes a blonde. Bye-bye. Bye.